Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I wish I would have faded myself yesterday. That was ugly. That was depressing. That was embarrassing. And I apologize. That's about all I can say. Like in the movie Wall Street, when Gordon Gecko and Bud Fox discuss how he stayed up all night analyzing charts only to pick the dog stocks with fleas. It's kind of how I felt about last night. Oh, it was bad. But it's over with, and we move on to the next. And the good news for me, I get four games in my favorite conference, the Missouri Valley. The bad news, I went 0-2 in the Valley last night. Let's hope today's a little better. Let's start with Drake, minus the three and a half over Southern Illinois. So Drake was the preseason favorite to win this conference. They've now won five straight. They won at the Salukis by one early in the season and then beat Southern Illinois at home by two in the last game of the regular season. So a back-to-back game situation yet again. This team swept Loyola this year. They split with Northern Iowa and they beat Richmond for good measure in the non-conference. Meanwhile, the Salukis, they went 0-8 against the big four in the conference, 9-1 against the rest of the Valley. This is a dangerous team that is oh so close, but Drake was built for this season. Six of the seven leading scorers on the Bulldogs are seniors. Drake made it to the semifinals two years ago. They made it to the conference championship game last year, so they're going to make the final step this year to cut down the nets on Sunday. I'm going to take the Bulldogs, minus the three and a half, over Southern Illinois. Next up, it is Bradley, plus the six over Loyola in the 4-5 game. So Loyola is the betting favorite to win the tournament, but they will be tested today in the quarterfinals. The Braves split with the Ramblers this year. Each team won by seven on their own floor. The Braves went 4-4 four and four this year against the big four in the conference, so they have the talent to keep it close. And then keep this in mind. The Braves fans historically travel well to Arch Madness, And if this game is close at the under eight timeout, well, let's just say they'll have the home court advantage because the entire arena, that's a neutral fan base anyway, will be completely behind the Bradley Braves. So based on that, let's go Braves plus the six over Loyola. Then the next two games in the Valley, we don't have a line yet since the other two opponents were involved in the play-in games last night. So game number one is going to be Northern Iowa against Illinois State. So let's start with the in the small world category. Northern Iowa head coach Ben Jacobson played at the University of North Dakota and coached at North Dakota for seven seasons. Illinois State head coach Brian Jones played at Northern Iowa and he coached at North Dakota for 13 seasons. You and I won at Illinois State by two and then they won by 15 at home over the Redbirds. Recent form says to play anything up to 14. True form says to play anything up to seven and a half. Well, I'm going to play anything up to 10 on the Panthers tonight. I'll post the final number in the show notes once it becomes available. 
Then your final game in the Valley today is Valpo over Missouri State. So the Beacons are better than Evansville. We established that last night with the impressive victory, their third W over the Purple Aces this year. Missouri State has held the upper hand over Valpo. They've had their number this year, winning by 18 at home and 17 on the road. I don't like the non-competitive games, but I'm going to overlook it today. I'm hoping to get nine or more in this one, and all Iowa final is in my best interest. So I want Missouri State out, so I'm going to pull like mad for Valpo today. I'll post the number in the show notes once available, but once again, we're going to play Valpo over Missouri State. Next up, we go to the Big South. It is Campbell plus the two and a half over Gardner-Webb. Campbell has the definition of survive and advance in the opening round. Down one in the closing seconds of double overtime, they hit the three to survive and advance. These two teams met only once during the season. Gardner-Webb won that one, 57-45. That was the lowest scoring game all season for the Fighting Camels. They shot only 27% from the field in that game. Two other things that I like about Campbell in this one. Number one, they've now already played a tournament game on this court. That kind of helps at least in the first half, I always feel. Number two, they get the rare conference tournament off day to regroup after the emotional double OT victory. I'm going with the Fighting Camels today, plus the two and a half over Gardner-Webb. Next up in the Big South, it is Winthrop, minus six and a half over High Point. So High Point rallied to win and cover in overtime against Hampton in the opening round. Plus, they actually won the first and only meeting against Winthrop this year, 65-56. to Toss out that loss. Winthrop has gone 9-1, and winning eight straight cents. I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Eagles of Winthrop over High Point. Next up in the Big South, it is South Carolina Upstate. Minus the six and a half over Charleston Southern. So I still can't believe that Charleston Southern rallied to win on a putback at the buzzer against UNC Asheville. So much for Asheville making a deep run for me. Upstate won both meetings this year by five on the road and 13 at home. I just can't back a team that went one and 15 in the conference during the regular season. So I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Spartans of South Carolina Upstate. Then the final game of the card. Now we're going to Cinderella story here. It is North Carolina A&T plus the seven and a half over Longwood. So the Yankees of A&T won and covered in overtime over Radford in the opening round. These two teams split in the regular season. A&T winning by eight at home, losing by eight on the road. Longwood finished 15 and one in the conference with that lone loss once again to the Yankees. Great record, but very competitive games. Nine of their wins have been by seven or less. I'm pulling for the underdog in the opener. I'll take the Aggies of North Carolina A&T over Longwood. So let's recap your card for a Friday. Oh, it can't be any worse than Thursday. Well, it's going to be better already. We're playing less games. So here we go. In the Valley, we like Drake, minus the three and a half over Southern Illinois. We like Bradley, plus the six over Loyola. We like Northern Iowa to be determined over Illinois State. We like Valpo to be determined over Missouri State. We're on Campbell plus the two and a half over Gardner-Webb. We like Winthrop minus the six and a half over High Point. We like South Carolina Upstate minus the six and a half over Charleston Southern. 
And we're on North Carolina and T plus the seven and a half over Longwood. So that's your card for Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.